Well, Kurt, we want to welcome L.J. Dalton to our radio broadcast this morning. Uh, L.J. is over our career development, and we're just so glad to have you on our broadcast this morning. Welcome. Thank you for having me. Well, L.J., I think we're talking about the gardening uh, project, which you uh, oversee, and uh, this is September. So as you informed me, uh, currently we're in the harvest period of the garden, um, but tell us, back us up to the spring when the gardens were kicked off, and just tell us about the gardening project. How's that? Okay. The gardening project is for the resident men. It's called our outdoor classroom. It was so named by Reverend Curtis Thomas. And what we do is we have 12 raised bed gardens. We have, this year we have four teams of resident men who tend to those gardens. At the beginning of the season, they go through several classes taught by master gardeners as far as what to plant, how to plant it, how to maintain their garden. And then they're divided into those teams. They choose what plants they want to plant, what vegetables and flowers. And then they lay out a plan on graph so we can improve it to make sure the tall plants are on the north end and the smaller ones are at the south end of the gardens. That way they get plenty of sun. Then as the season goes, they are expected to maintain that garden, which means watering it sometimes twice a day, depending on the hot weather. The last few days, we've had lots of rain, so they won't be watering as much. But being raised bed gardens, they do drain quite quickly, so they do need to be checked and before they water to make sure they're not overwatering, but to make sure the plants are getting enough water. Well, you know, LJ, you've expanded the garden project over the years. It, it used to not be that many Really, plots, I guess. It used to. St- what did you start out with in regards to that? When I took over the gardening project, there were four 8 by 10 gardens. They were raised bed. And having just finished my training as a master gardener, a 8 foot wide bed is really too wide because you would have to walk through the garden. So we made them smaller, so they're 4 by 8s. So you can reach into the center from either side. That gives great accessibility, and you know. Well, it's an easier way to pick out weeds and so forth rather than getting into the garden. We do square foot gardening, so we divide each of the beds into 12-inch squares. And that helps to determine how plants are planted rather than trying to stuff everything into rows and so forth. Doing the square foot gives you a better yield. So is that the reason you went with a raised bed? Well, raised beds are easier to take care of. And they also, you can determine the soil rather than just what soil is there. You can make the soil what you want it to be, whatever mixture. And then they're easier to water and maintain. Well, you know, if you haven't been to the mission, uh, at least on a tour, Kurt and LJ, when you walk across the street, it's between the two buildings, the uh, mission building and the client service center, you'll see these really these beautiful gardens that uh, really have been put together by uh, LJ and her team. And then all the volunteers, these volunteers uh, that you have have been really outstanding. Right. This year we've had a team of 14 master gardeners that have volunteered to help as coaches. And we call them coaches because they're not doing the weed pulling, but they're showing the residents what's a weed and what isn't so they can maintain their gardens and due to a lot of personal circumstances, if I didn't have that team of 14, I'm not sure the project would have continued. 
How did you find 14 master gardeners? I sent out an email to all the master gardeners and asked who was interested. And that's takes one to know one, as they say, right? Because you're a master gardener <laughs> yourself. And, and more than just a master gardener, obviously with your explanations, which I'm mentally taking notes on as you're talking, you're uh, uh, obviously a uh, somewhat of a site engineer as well. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I mean, you know your stuff. So very interesting. Well, you know, LJ, just talking about uh, everything that has happened this year, uh, starting out in the spring, uh, here we are. Uh, we're already into September, but you had a little bit of a what we call a stop. Uh, obviously, you want to talk a little bit about that. When you sit there and you say you might not have completed the gardens this year, obviously they did get completed, but uh, the Lord had something going on for you personally in regards to taking care of some things. Actually, what it means is that it takes 14 people to do <laughs> to be one LJ. That's right. That's what it takes. <laughs> that was a nice way of saying it. <laughs> Well, the Lord had it, had decided it was time for me to take a rest. And back on June 29th, I uh, was, well, my cardiologist had me go into the hospital for a heart cath. After the heart cath, the surgeon came in and said, we're going to do a quadruple bypass. Up until that point, I had had no chest pain, just a few symptoms of being tired a lot, mm-hmm. but nothing that would trigger the idea that uh, a heart cath would, or a bypass would be necessary. So on July 3rd, I had a quadruple bypass. And afterwards, I went to rehab, the Summa Rehab. Spent a couple weeks just resting. And then had my first appointment with cardiac rehab. And everybody at rehab was quite shocked that I was there. And it had only been 30 days. Mm-hmm. And I was already ready to start rehab. And that was all with doctor's permission. That wasn't just me pushing for it. That was with the doctor's recommendation. So I've been in rehab for about a month now. And I will be in rehab through the end of October. And things are going very well. I started back to work last week, half days, and hope to be starting full-time next week. Well, praise the Lord for... How well you've progressed, because I know not everybody does. And uh, now he's still in the miracle business. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, you uh, you sure have been missed around here. Um, we understand, obviously. Um, how thing? How, how you talked about your master gardeners? Um, you're a career development person first and foremost. Sometimes that's hard to remember because you know you you, you do so much here at the Haven. But uh, did you have some people picking up the slack for you back here? Yes, um, Jack Hug became known as L Jack <laughs> to the residents who were in career development. So he took over that. I also have four volunteers that work in the learning center under career development, and they also picked up for me as far as interviewing, helping the guys with resumes and that kind of thing, as I wasn't able to be here. Well, you know, LJ, just seeing you and just the recovery process, you're absolutely right. It's, it's a miracle because you're looking wonderful. Uh, it just you're, you're getting your strength back. You're following the instructions of the doctors. Uh, it's just, as Kurt had mentioned, it's really good to see you back. So as we talk a little bit, as you're slowly coming back in through doctors' um, OKs, uh, we're getting toward the tail end of the gardening, gardening projects. Uh, and you got your teams 
And there's some things that go on because a lot of these gardens kind of get voted on. Is that correct? Right. We have evaluations twice during the gardening season. Our first evaluation was the end of last month. And we're getting, excuse me, it was beginning of July. Mm -hmm. And then we're now getting ready to have the second evaluation at the end of September. Whichever team has the highest votes or highest scores from the evaluations, they will be invited to a barbecue steak dinner here at the Mission. We have one of our staff members that comes in and barbecues all the steaks. The kitchen helps with the preparation. And this year, the person that does the barbecuing has decided that he will now be in charge of the dinner because I don't need anything else on my plate right now. (laughs) So he's taken over the whole committee as far as getting everything ready. I did want to mention something about the gardens, though. Uh, This year, the resident gardens were chosen as the Summit County Master Gardener Project of the Year. I had a friend of mine who has her own gardening business that came by to check the gardens. She hadn't seen them yet, and she said she wants to take some lessons from the residents because she couldn't get her garden to grow this year, (laughs) and theirs are fantastic. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's good. Now, because we were chosen as Summit County Project of the Year, all of our information and photos and so forth were sent to the state for State Project of the Year. We won't know those results until the end of September, but we're hoping that this year our gardens will stand out as much as we think they do, and we'll know that in another few weeks. Are you, Now, are you competing against anybody? Is this a competition, or is this just a, I guess, a, an opportunity um, to be recognized? All counties can choose a project in their county and send in the information and application pictures and so forth. So there is a competition there, but we really don't know who. Well, you know, let's go back some years when you only had four, uh, eight, what were they, eight by tens? Mm -hmm. And now you're up to 12, four by tens? Four by eights. Four by eights. And you know, Kurt, I remember when the garden project started. I mean, the gardens did well. Um, but to see where they're at today, I mean, just how, because all, they all came out very, very good. So judging these and trying to, you know, really make recommendations on this one is a little bit, it was tough because every single one of those gardens were beautiful. And I think uh, with your team of workers and volunteers, your master gardeners, working with the resident men, I mean, what a wonderful mix. And plus, it's a great teaching tool. Right. They learn more than just gardening. They also learn teamwork. They learn that they have to stick to a schedule. They learn that they have to follow through with a project. So it's a lot of skills that they learn that they can take into the workforce when that opportunity comes for them to go into a full-time job. And sticking with the project, I think you referred to it earlier, but uh, as far as uh, weeding and uh, maintenance and upkeep of it as well. Right. Yeah. Um, If I remember right, now correct me if I'm wrong, didn't you back in the springtime uh, also make some repairs on the beds themselves? Did you start this year with uh, replacing the wood? We replaced all the wood on the beds. Okay. We were able to get the funding to do that from an outside source. And then also uh, we were able to mulch the entire area. Good, yeah. And we got... Not total new soil, but each bed has half new soil, so we were able to put more nutrients into it, and that's really made a difference. Very good. Yeah, it looks nice. Yes, it does. So in saying all that, we are glad to have you back, even though it's part-time. 
and hopefully as the month moves on, they'll move you into more full time. Uh, but in saying all that, uh, as we come to a conclusion here, Kurt and LJ, how can our listening audience pray for you? Pray for me as I continue to heal. It is actually going to be more of a six to nine month, maybe a year before I'm back to normal health-wise. But as far as energy, it might be as much as two years from now. Not really sure how that's all going to work. Just have to wait and see. But pray that I don't try to overdo which is my tendency. But keep me in your prayers that I will follow the doctor's orders and that, like I said, I'll I'll try not to do too much, try to keep everything under control. Well, that we will do, and I know our listening audience will do that also. So thanks again for uh, taking some time to to update us and to also uh, give us a report on the gardens Um, and, and your knowledge and expertise. I always wish I'd brought notes into Write, write them down when you're talking, so it's always interesting. So anyway, thanks again for being here. Thank you for having me. Hope you continue to feel better.